This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. And welcome back. You know what today is? It is National Waffle Day in the United States. Today is National Waffle Day. Yeah! Waffles! Waffles? Waffles? Oh, uh, waffles. Waffles, waffles, waffles. Waffles, waffles, waffles. We're excited about National Waffle Day. Waffles! Where's my waffles? Waffles. Tasty waffles with lots of syrup. Waffles are the way to start your day today. Come on. It's showtime. Yeah, what do you prefer, uh, waffles, pancakes, or French toast? I like all of the above, but probably if I would do the French toast, I would most rank, likely. Yeah, French toast, waffles, pancakes last. Especially if it's sourdough and they put the powdered sugar on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that would be good. I do like French toast. <laughs> uh, I'd probably put pancakes above waffles, though. Waffles tend to get a little spongy, not as dense, not as absorbent. Do Maybe you like pancakes just... Do. Plain buttermilk, or do you like, you know, a blueberry or a banana or maybe something with some nuts on it? I like those things, but I would actually prefer just the plain so I can dress it up on my own there if I'm go. in the mood. Yeah. Drop some fruit on the top. Maybe. Maybe some Sweet. flavored syrup. Eh, might be a no. little too sweet. Just a regular yeah. maple syrup. Good maple old Maple will do it. Uh, growing up in New England, man, you're kind of a maple yeah. syrup snob. You're a little there. spoiled. Yeah, That's little true. Bit. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, take a look at some things here. I found fascinating. If you're, in, if you're in a group of people struggling to settle on a restaurant to eat at or a movie to watch, can you make the decision? Even if you're alone, how long do you spend weighing your options? So with another person or a group, I prefer to just let them decide because I usually consider myself to be the most flexible and the easiest to please. So I don't want to hold the responsibility of someone else's bad time. I don't want to be blamed for that if their Mm -hmm. food isn't right or if they don't like the movie. Right. So in order for me to make the decision, I have to be really super solid on this is exactly what I want to do right now. But then if you let someone else make the decision and you don't love it. Well, then what happens? That's on me. Yeah. But I can handle it. I feel like I handle disappointments better than most people. But then you tell people, it's like, oh, my God, people. last night I had to sit through this horrible <laughs> meal, and then we went to this god-awful movie. It, it just was not fun. Uh, it's as, well, I'll be, I know it's as much fun as I, I make it. Well, a new poll asked people how decisive they would say they are. Mm-hmm. And 22%, which is not a high number, said that they're very decisive. While the majority, 48% of people said, eh, they're fairly decisive. 
So so roughly 70% of people are comfortable making a decision, which is good. But 17%, they were fairly indecisive, and 4% said they were very indecisive, which means 21% of people shy away from it. And this is just like decisive overall, not just on Anything. the simple things like movies and dinner. This is like decisive on oh, whether or not we should buy that house or which carpet should we put in our house or... Should I take this job or should I move here or... Yeah, all of that. Big decisions as well as the little mundane everyday stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah. I pick and choose the things that I really care about. And mm-hmm. it comes to everything, including when you're making decisions about, say, let's talk about dinner. So dinner time comes up. She doesn't necessarily have a plan. Maybe she's working late. We both had a long day. So we're going to door dash it tonight. So mm-hmm. the question is... Uh, what do you do? I always say, what do you want to do about dinner? She says, oh, gosh, I don't know. I can't, you know, whatever, whatever you think. What do you want? And I, I will honestly tell her, I have no craving. I know we got to eat, but I'll eat whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't. So, so we'll go back and forth on that. But she even said to me once or twice, she said, you know, sometimes I just need you to make the decision. I'm like, I'm happy to make the decision. But mm-hmm. you asked me if I had a craving, and mm-hmm. I don't have a craving. If I have a craving, I'll let you know. So the other night, I had a craving. Honey, I'm really craving tacos. So we ordered from Mizunte, or tried to order from Mizunte, but they had closed, so we got Condado, which is great. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. And then yesterday, honey, got to get pies and pints. I don't know what it is, but I'm craving that house balsamic dressing that they have, <laughs> and the, the, the simple salad of pies and pints. I got to have it. I'm ordering some. Do you want me to order you one? Yes, that sounds great. But I'm not always feeling that. You know, so when I am, I'll let you know. I have a family member and we would ask her, what would you, you know, what do you want for dinner? Oh, I don't care. I'm easy. Well, hey, why don't we go to Pies and Paints? I don't really want that. (laughs) And always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. He would go Thought through you were easy. four. Yes, exactly. And we'd go through four or five. No, that doesn't really sound good to me. <laughs> yeah. She's like the like, girlfriend. Like, ah! What do you want to do tonight? You want to go out? You want to go see a movie? I don't care. <laughs> All right, well, let's do that. I don't want to. Yes, exactly. And, and you couldn't tell her, you know. Years ago, uh, when we were living out of town, Chris's family was visiting and. We had the whole weekend to hang do out, whatever. do whatever. You want to go here, you want to go there, you want to grab lunch, you want to go find a patio and just drink beer. It's a beautiful day. You want to go hiking. What do you want to do? And for like five hours, we no one could make up their mind. And mm-hmm. so we ended up going to the store for something. Mm-hmm. And I and a buddy texted and said, hey, how's the family visit going? And I replied and I said, oh, these... Holtmans can't make up their bleeping mind about anything. <laughs> and I thought I replied to my friend, but I sent that right to Chris. All right. <laughs> and he was pissed. And now we laugh, now we laugh about it. But yes. yeah, so you just have to drive the conversation sometimes. Yeah. Just be like, this is what we're going to do. I'll let you know if there's something I don't want to do. Like when we're having those conversations where she's like, you're not craving anything. You don't want anything. 
No, I, re- I mean, I'm whatever. Except Indian. That's the only thing. Tonight, it's just too hot. I love Indian, but not tonight. It's too hot for Indian. I'll too do much, anything but Indian. Too much right. cream for an evening. And then she'll start throwing stuff at me. Will you do Asian? Will you do Japanese? Will you do steaks? Will you do chicken wing? Will you do whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Indian. Not tonight. Maybe when the weather gets a little colder. Yeah, if you break down the demographics, it's interesting. Younger people say they're more indecisive than older people. People making under $40,000 per year were more indecisive than people making $80,000 or more. Maybe that's because when you have less money, your choices um, have a bigger impact. Yeah. It's like, you know, God, because I, I don't want to, you know, is it, do I really want to take this amount of disposable income that I have and spend it here? Does, is this really what I want to do with my money? Yes. That makes it harder. You know, when you got a little more money to play with and you have more options, who cares if you make a, if you pick the wrong carpet? Because if it's crappy two years from now, you'll just get a different one. Yeah. Yeah, my sister and I have had a lot of back and forths and go-arounds over decision-making <laughs> just <laughs> over the years. It's always been this way between us. It's mm-hmm. always been our dynamic. What do you want to do? No, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And so every time I would come to town, she'd say, oh, thanks for letting me know you're coming to town. Well, I, always, I, I let you know, and I ask you in advance, what do you guys want to do? I don't care. Okay. Any suggestions? I don't care. You don't, do you want to get to, do you like, you got to show me some passion <laughs> mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I definitely want to get together. I just, you know, I'm, we're up for whatever. All right. Well, how about this? Eh, we don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so we all she, have that yeah. person. Yeah. So it was my niece's birthday. I said, hey, we'd love to, you know, take her and the family out celebrate her birthday um have her pick out her whatever her favorite restaurant is and we'll take her to dinner great now that's assuming she doesn't already have plans i don't mm-hmm. want to be presumptive you know she's got a life i get it mm-hmm. nope she doesn't have any plans great all right where does she want to go we'll get back to you a day passes two days passes three days passes like we're gonna get you know i need to make reservations I, i'm a planner i'm mm-hmm. the planning gene so is Kristen. So between the two of us, we got to have it all. Yeah. She uh, texted me back. She said, look, I don't want you to think I'm blowing this off, but I just like it feels weird making this decision because you are the one who ultimately always pays. Mm. And so we don't want to like put something out there and you're like, that's crazy expensive. Right. And I'm like, well, well, give me that option. Like, let let me be the judge of that. Just throw me a couple of choices, and we'll choose from there. And we worked it out, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And you know where we ended Maybe, up? Yeah. Right back at the Chateau, where we always eat. There you go. You can feed like Keep twelve people simple. for under two hundred bucks. It's That's great. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Decision making. Not surprisingly, uh, people who said they're not sure about their political affiliation were more indecisive than the people who said they were either Democrats or Republicans or independents or even those who said other. So there you go. Decision-making. Lots and lots of decisions. (laughs) And if we're speaking of generations, Grandpa doesn't like hearing that Gen Z has it harder than he had it. But here we are in a new poll of 17 and 18-year-olds. 
remember, we're talking to teenagers, 17 and 18-year-olds. More than a quarter say they think they have to work a lot harder than previous generations. That they have to work harder or that their life overall is no, harder? No, they got to work harder. That they have to work yeah. harder. Well, Grandpa different... thought that was really funny. Yeah, that is. It's a different kind of hard. They didn't specifically say how they're working harder, but by that age, they're finishing high school, applying to colleges, getting student loans, landing jobs, paying bills, and developing their social networking and professional lives. You know, that might that might be, you know, there might be a lot of things about that that is harder than the generations that came before. I mean, grandma and grandpa, they had limited things that they had to learn to do well and do them well. It was a lot simpler time. Yeah, I think sometimes, though, like the labor itself was harder. Yeah. The hours were longer yeah. and the conditions work, yeah. were not exactly right. ideal. So, so it, it depends was a on different kind of hard. How you define hard. I mean, I would not want to be a teenager right now. Nope. That's the last. With, with social media and everybody in their phones the way that they're in their phones, I just can't even imagine that pressure. And I tell my best friend's a high school teacher and she teaches history. And I was with her over the weekend and just the stories that she's telling me, I'm like, oh, that just doesn't sound like fun at all. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it. I feel for the kids. Yeah. 23% of these 17 and 18 year olds say they're uh, simultaneously working on their education, a part-time job. And surprisingly, a lot of them are picking up side hustles. You know, earn a little extra money, little, uh, you know, a little play money. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of money, when you include paying bills, checking your accounts. Oh, that's hard. Dealing with your budget. <laughs> what budget? <laughs> what do you mean? What's that? How much time do you spend on your finances each day? A new poll found an average American spends 104 hours per year on those things. Two hours a week. Breaks down to 17 minutes a day. And it also found that one out of four people spend at least 260 hours a year worrying about money. So there are the That's hours it? you spend working on money <laughs> and the hours you spend worrying about money. Hmm. That's another 43 minutes a day. So combining, so combined, a lot of us are spending a full hour a day dealing with money stuff. Here are some of our uh, worst money habits, according to the poll. Buying stuff we don't really need. <laughs> I'm getting better at about that, I think. That's good. Yeah. Uh, spending too much on gifts, not saying no to your kids when they ask for stuff, spending money on unhealthy food and things like soda, loaning people money when you really can't afford to, gambling and things like lottery tickets, and not sticking to a budget in general. Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of time worrying mm-hmm. about money. I wonder if that's still the number one thing couples fight about. I would guess that it would be. I would think so, too, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age. Yeah. I, I was talking to a couple who they're they're going through, yeah, they're kind of going through a tough time. You know, they got a, they got a decent place. They got a roof over their head, but it's a little small because they have a sibling living with them. So there's three people basically sharing one bathroom. And this young couple, they're at the point in their 
marriage where they would like to start having children. Uh, but they need a bigger place. And they can't do that with a third wheel, mm-hmm. basically. And so they're looking around at houses. And every time that, you know, they've, they've saved up. They've spent years saving up money, so they have money for a down payment, which they find a house they want, all of a sudden goes over asking. Or they get into a bidding war, and they lose out on the house. Mm-hmm. People are offering mm-hmm. cash. They're making cash offers. And they're bidding more than, than they have within their budget. And so they're, they're stuck in this thing. It's like that dream is just a little out of reach. Like they've done all the work. They've been responsible. They've done everything right. They've followed all the rules. Mm-hmm. They feel like it's just a little bit out of reach. And so they made the decision, look, if we, you know, if we, if we buy now, I mean, we're buying high. Maybe we, just, maybe we just sit tight. So they're putting those plans on hold. And they're trying to save even more money because they don't know what things are going to cost later on. They want to get out of this place, but they can't sell it because it's like a family home and it's a long story. But they feel a little trapped right now because they can't go out and really have fun or play because they're trying to save their money and do the responsible thing. But they have these dreams that they're trying to achieve. And that's tough, man. So there's an example of some people who I know and a lot of people who spend a lot of time thinking about money, planning ahead, strategizing and just trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B, Mm -hmm. get what they ultimately want out of life. We know now the brain is a muscle. You got to keep it going. You got to keep it sharp. My parents are in their 80s, great health, but they're getting fuzzy. It's kind of funny, though. And they know it, you know. They'll go see a movie and they can't remember the title and they get mad at me because I can't guess what it is. (laughs) It's like playing charades with my dad. Oh, dang. Oh, your mother and I, we saw a dandy movie. (laughs) I go, well, what'd you guys see? He goes, oh, oh, we saw the one, you know. Oh, the one with the guy, you know, with the guy and the gal, and there was a car in the movie. I'm like, I don't know, what'd you see, the illusionist? And he gets pissed. Oh, we didn't see the illusionist. (laughs) And then my mom, my mom's in great health, she's 82, she's really sweet, and she kind of, she mentions her ailments when you call her. I go, hi mom, she goes, blood pressure normal. Rash is almost gone. <laughs> Either that or recent appliance purchases. Bought a new toaster. Had a two-slicer. Now we have a four-slicer. <laughs> then you hear my dad. Oh, we didn't have a four-slicer. <laughs> Dana Carvey. Have you seen this, this dangerous tiktok trend that's out now it's the dumbest thing people are doing on tiktok right now it's called the milk crate challenge have seen it is stupid (laughs) there is just no way and my biggest question is where are people getting milk crates you know they used to sell them like as for college kids to put in their dorm room to use for cheap easy storage i don't think they do that anymore you don't think you can buy these at walmart you can't go to walmart and buy them not the sturdy ones that you remember from when you were a kid. They just don't make them like they used to. They, they make ones that are like this flimsy, more brittle 
plasticky, plasticky ones thing. that I would not well, stand Well, maybe on. that's the problem with the, have you inspected these crates very closely? Maybe no. that's why these towers are collapsing because they're not the good old fashioned ones. I remember the good old fashioned one that someone would push around on a cart <laughs> in elementary school and there would be like the trout dairy in there. Right. Well, you get a little, little milk, you yes. want chocolate or white. We need to explain what this is to people who've never seen it. The milk crate challenge that we're talking about is where you stack a bunch of milk crates into a pyramid and try to walk up over them without falling and hopefully without hurting yourself. And pyramid isn't really the right word. It's a line of milk crates stacked at different heights. So you steadily go uphill. It's like a stair, a stairway. Until mm-hmm. you get to the middle one that is seven milk crates high. And now you have to go down the other side, and you cannot use your hands at all. There's a bunch of people trying it, and in most cases, people fall and hurt them. Oh, you can't touch your hand. You can't touch the car. You got to keep on going. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when people fall, it's you can tell it's it's spectacularly bad. Like some mm-hmm. of these people get really hurt. Oh. Can be defeated. Well, he got it too. It's Some not people, funny. No, no. Yeah. I mean, one guy, I really thought he broke his back. I'm like, if this oh, guy, yeah. he's got to be paralyzed from the waist down. I, it just was so horrible. Right. Oh, it's over. Oh, it's over. Oh, it's over. The wig came off. Uh, some make it look easy, like there is one woman who managed to do it in heels. I bet she had the good old-fashioned crates, don't mm-hmm. you think? That kind of. one. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that's... Uh, Just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't don't die on TikTok. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I know. He was a good man. Not that bright, but... It was a People good liked him. Yep. <laughs> he was fun to be around. Yep. You probably noticed there are three main differences between carrots and baby carrots. Baby carrots are smaller, obviously. They often come in a bag. And have you noticed they're almost always wet? You know, I always thought that baby carrots were grown that way. They were just miniature little carrots. No, they're like tumbled. They're not. They're like well, tumbled that they're way. They're chopped. Yeah. Yeah. From bigger carrots. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like that's so misleading. Because why, why can't they just call them? Chopped up carrots instead of insinuating that these are babies. Well, that's what they call them. <laughs> just baby carrots. Really disappointing because I always thought they were so cute. Well, they're not that cute. Anybody can make a carrot look like that. But why are they wet? Yeah. Slimy. They get they're slimy. They're always wet. Moist. No, I would say mm-hmm. wetter than moist. They're, yes. they're wet. Moist. Is there a scientific reason for this? The experts at Dollar Shave Club of all places well, looked into it. you're shaving the carrots down. And it all goes back to how they're made. Baby carrots, as we pointed out, do not pop out of the ground as these little stubs. Instead, they are created from regular carrots that are too unattractive to sell. See? Those ugly carrots are <laughs> cut into chunks and put into a polishing drum that uses water to whittle them down. It's kind of like sandblasting. 
And then the water gets sucked into the carrot. Yeah, so the carrot absorbs the water. That's part of the reason. But water is also added to the bag before it's sealed to keep them moist. Because when they turn all white, that I can't. That's when they get dry, though. Right. Moist. That's that's because baby carrots lose their skin while they're being smoothed out, and that makes them very vulnerable to drying out, which is why they add water to the bag to to keep them moist. Right. Thank, thank you, you, Ian. So if if you're if you've ever left them sitting out, you know they get dry, and then that white film you're talking about forms on them. Uh, and by the way, that white film is safe to eat. I just don't like it. It looks gross. And delicious when you dip it in ranch or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yep. Uh, something else, since we're talking about eating, you know how your dentist always tells you to floss every time you go in. Start flossing. You're not flossing enough. Mm-hmm. I, they usually, I usually get told that I do a very good job of that. Same. And I, have, I like this. I use this uh, floss that's excellent. It's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nylon. It's a very thin but super strong nylon, and it can get between anything, you know. So if you're one of those people that has like really tight teeth for whatever reason, that mm-hmm. this is this is great, and you can order it online. It's um, it's P O H. That's the brand. It comes like in a little cylinder, hmm. and it's super strong. And it does a good job at it. But uh, an oral health expert in the UK is trending on TikTok. After explaining why it's better to brush your teeth before breakfast, not after. I always brush before. Yeah, I'm a before too. Yeah, I do too because I'm not eating right away. Yeah. I also feel like when you wake up, you're you're kind of like, it's kind of like. Mm. You want to yeah, freshen wanna up the mouth thing. Get all that off mm-hmm. of there. Does it have to do with like the foody, foody acidy stuff and then. You go and brush, and well, it makes it worse yeah, or something? Well, some people wait so they can brush away all the food articles after they eat breakfast. They're like, well, I'm going to eat anyway, so I may as well brush after. But they say brushing right after breakfast is not a good idea because, uh, to your point, your mouth is full of acid. Things like coffee, juice, and even toast will make your mouth more acidic. And if you brush with all that acid in there, it can damage your tooth enamel. Huh. Brushing before breakfast also actually adds a thin layer that protects your teeth from all that acid. And in general, there's a lot of bacteria in your mouth right after you wake up anyway. So brushing before you eat is better for a few reasons. Uh, Now, if you really want a clean mouth, you could brush before and after. Just make sure you wait a little while before your post-breakfast brush. The ADA, the American Dental Association, says to wait an hour after eating. Is that how long they say you're supposed to wait, uh, like, to Thir- swim? 20 Thir- minutes. Oh, 30, 30 minutes, minutes. yeah. <laughs> it's all an old wives' tale. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. No. Yeah, well, some dentists say 30 minutes is, is enough. The American Dental Association uh, would prefer you wait an hour after eating or swish with water, and that will actually lower the amount of acid in there. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Good to know. So just one of those, I don't know. Useless to some, fascinating, helpful to others. What do you know? Why you shouldn't brush your teeth right after breakfast. Hmm. You heard it here, kids. Hey, Mary, how are you? Good morning, Jeff. How is everyone this morning? Doing great, Mary. How are you? I think everyone is good. I'm very excited. That's what I'm supposed to say instead of the N-word. 
sorry. The N word is only nervous. Nervous. Oh, <laughs> we knew what you meant. <laughs> Very well. It's good for you to be excited, Mary. You got any big plans for today? I do not. I'm going to sit here and pretend to work like I do every day. And a girl. And a girl. Like, what kind of responsibilities do you have at your job? Everything. I do all the accounting, all the taxes, all the scheduling, all the sales, all the purchase orders, everything. You really run the show, don't you? I am the only one here. Yeah. Are they paying you what you deserve? Absolutely not. I hear you, girl. Now, when you say you're the only one there, where is everybody else? Like, Well, there are four people in production. They're on the other side of the building. Uh-huh. Today, today our owner is actually here. He's here three days out of the month from Michigan. Oh, is he mm-hmm. auditing the books to make sure you're not embezzling or something? No, he knows that. He knows better than that. Oh, so, are good. you kind of lonely there, or do you like it peaceful? I, I'm very lonely. I listen to you guys all day long. I, that's why I get in. I, I'm surprised people well, never get through because I get through every contest multiple times. Well, we, you and I, we, you know, we're all very connected to you, Mary, because we are alone with you in the office. We're okay. there with you in the office. Right. So we're all you got, girl. Really alone. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> what I say. Kind of hanging make fun out. Of me for all these contests I play. And I say, you don't understand. I got sent a tax form last year for all these contests I play. And win. <laughs> wow. That's, well, I'll tell you what. That's saying something. Yeah. Oh, this, that's we're funny. her side hustle. Yep. I love that. Yeah, that's great. You, you hear from me a lot. That's <laughs> funny, right. Well, Mary. that's all right. We love hearing from you. We love talking to you. And I'm going to use that nifty little uh, envelope opener that you dropped off here. Because you know if you win this contest, you're definitely going to get taxed. I know, right? Yep. I know. So let's try to get you a thousand bucks. Yeah, we'll, we'll 1099 your ass on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today you got the letter C. C. It's so hard not to sing C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. That's right. So uh, let's see. uh, What do we always do when we come up with the letter C? Covedale. Christmas. What did you say? Carlsdale? Covedale. Cape Cod. Any number of places that mm-hmm. begin with the letter C, Cohasset, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of all Massachusetts. I grew up in Massachusetts. So that's why I got And I'm going to Massachusetts next week, so I got that on the brain. Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> yep. Curse. Yep. Uh, Candle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, catastrophe. Caramel. Cacophony. All right. That ought to, you ought to get something out of there, Mary. Fingers crossed. All right. Let's do this thing. (laughs) That's right. 30 seconds on the clock. (laughs) With the letter C, Mary, name something you keep in the closet. Toy cars. Something yellow. Cookies. A holiday. Pass. Something something wet. Pass. Something hot. Pass. Car part. Catalytic converter. A meat. Pass. A business. Pass. A verb. Catch. Something sticky. Pass. Something Candy. wet. Candy, sorry. Um, pass. Chicken so- noodle soup. Something hot. Oh, ah. nice. Oh, well. A meat, chicken. That's why I said chicken. So when you said something you keep in a closet, immediately I went to clothes. But I know, right? <laughs> that would work. But Mine are all over the bed. <laughs> uh, ours are but, okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, my, my room looks like Jen's. <laughs> but I like how she'll be like, pass. Oh, wait, no, Christmas. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is a great answer. Right, right. Uh, she went with cardal- catalytic converter. Converter. I went with carburetor. So we were kind of close. Mm-hmm. We were in the same mm-hmm. way. How many did I get that time? I uh, only wrote down one, two, three, four, looks like you five, got six, s- 
six or seven. There was a seventh one that she got to. She got wet. So seven. You got seven. Yep. Oh, you well, you missed something hot, a meet, and a business. There All right. All right. Better luck next time. Better yeah. luck next time. 70s is C minus, you know.